0: Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels.
1: I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And this week in fictional news, the new Dungeons & Dragons live-action film has finally gotten a title. The film will be called Honor Among Thieves and will be released on March 3rd, 2023. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves will star Chris Pine, Justice Smith, and Hugh Grant. Oddly enough, <laughs> what the hell happened to Hugh Grant? <laughs> uh, but it's directed by John Francis Daly who was he was Sam Weir on Freaks and Geeks. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: and I didn't really know like how involved he was with other stuff, but I don't know, he seems like a nerdy guy. I think this could be cool, and it would probably be like way better than. A... Did you ever watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie from like the I think it was like the early two thousands? No, I never did, but I've seen clips uh, oh. enough to know that I didn't need to <laughs> it was it is a movie it's from it, the 2000s i can't remember what year it was put out let me look it up just like really really quick because
0: i like put it in the same category as like early mortal combat which is like yeah mm-hmm. kind
1: of it's kind of like that oh it's from the year 2000 beautiful uh, okay mm-hmm. but jeremy irons is in it Ooh. and and marlon waynes oh, so okay. i mean it's not all bad but it is pretty bad i wonder what the uh <laughs> It's like it, I watched it a lot when I was a kid because it came out when I was like ten years old. It Has a three point six out of ten. Oof, but yeah, if that sounds cool. I'm excited to see what a, uh, a a proper Dungeons and Dragons movie would be like. Oh, it could be good.
0: I yeah. I, I mean, I want to see him with a budget. Like it needs a good budget because it's got a lot to be a lot of magic and dragons, of course, and dungeons. Did you see the Warcraft movie? No,
1: I did not know they even made a Warcraft movie. Really? No. You should watch that. Yeah, is it watched, good? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's. I mean, what is good? What does good mean? Did you enjoy it? And did it um, you know,
0: represent what it was trying to represent well?
1: No, well. but like I watched it on a plane. This is recent. Yeah, it's 2016. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Are you looking at it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like. It's, I mean, it's like, um, it's escapist. Like it's very, can't like look away.
0: Huh? It looks, it's pretty bad. Pretty. It looks Yeah, it's, like very it's pretty. done well, but like, you should watch it also it. looks like it's taking itself really seriously. And like, it's really hard to take things, people with like bottom tusks seriously.
1: You should check it out. Don't judge okay. the bottom tusks before watching it. I'm writing it down on my list of things to do. It made me feel a lot of different emotions. Okay, um, but I'm also I don't really I don't I've never really played World of Warcraft, so like my experience with it is not you know what I mean. It's like I'm sure mm-hmm. that maybe people that well, were really into Warcraft heard the movie was coming out and got really excited, and then it came out and they were like, "What the hell is this?" Um, which seems to happen fairly frequently for different franchises. Definitely, <laughs> I've heard that people don't like the Aragon movie, which I can't understand because I th- I thought it was pretty good. Dude, oh, the movie was so bad
0: you know my feelings of that movie i it's, it's one of the few movies i've like seriously considered walking out of the theater i was well, like I why am... was it it was just why, bad it was why? just a bad movie and it didn't represent
1: the story at all but why do we watch bad movies like why do we because i like some like um like i like the mummy like the brendan fraser movies those are bad Well, those movies. aren't bad oh come on those are, those are great thank are <sighs> me those are awesome all right like way better it's... than aragon but like i kind of like those bad movies i mean Hmm. like and now like i mean um i feel like i don't have enough time like free time really right now to like justify watching them i guess but when i was younger like late teens like early 20s you know like probably smoking a little too much weed yeah those movies were yeah they were like they were really entertaining and it's like i think that you know obviously there is a terrible movie right like there is there is something that is You know, like in your opinion, it's like Aragon. For me, it's like Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, like the third mummy movie, which is just so god awful. Yeah, it's not great. So there's like those. But then there's like this other kind of bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like this other kind of like. Like Pacific like, Rim is a really bad movie. I don't terrible. like that movie, but it's, but so, it's so, I can't <laughs> stop looking at it. So like, I wonder where the line is. I mean, it's well, probably it's kinda... different for each person, but like, where, where do you, where do you think that line is?
0: Uh, it's kind of like self-deprecating humor. And again, I don't really know where the line is here, but I've seen comedians who are talking about like a bad divorce or some sort of traumatic bad life event. And it's just sad. It's not self-deprecating enough, but somewhere <laughs> they go farther into the land of so self-deprecating that it's actually funny, and it becomes funny again. You know, so they got to get through that line. It's kind of like with a bad movie, like Tremors or um, or Pacific Rim. It goes so far beyond bad movie into funny. It's it's a good movie now
1: because it's something yeah, different. Yeah, I think Tremors is a really good example of that. Yeah, like <laughs> because so it is just good. like it's just like the dumbest idea, but. Yeah but it's awesome. Like great execution, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, it's, and I feel like like the Warcraft movie kind of, it's like, it's like, it kind of falls into that for me at least where the execution was pretty cool. Like it's a cool movie to look at. Oh yeah. But but, like, I don't feel like I'm watching like a well put together like script (laughs) or, you know, it's, it's like, I'm not like attached to what's happening, which I think is a good mark of, obviously it's like a good mark of a good movie is like you are attached to the characters or the situation or the outcome or whatever. But, um, I yeah, like emotional investment. Yeah. But sometimes I have zero emotional investment and I'm just watching it because it's like a train wreck. Yeah. It's like a
0: dumpster fire. You're just like, yes.
1: What have you been doing this week, man? I've been working
0: and working and more working this week. Um uh, however, Good news is I was just, I discovered I had like 90 hours of PTO the other week. And I was just like, I'm so overwhelmed with everything. And uh, and I looked and I was like, oh, wow, I have so much uh, pay time off. So I took this whole week off. So I'm going to be reading, getting going on some side hustle stuff that I'm falling behind on. Going to be smashing the TBR and just knocking it out the park uh so yeah tune in next week i'll have a lot more to talk about here but unfortunately this week i was just working
1: i know Um, i feel bad i was kind of doing the same thing we had like this is our monday morning minute where (laughs) we both don't have a whole lot going on this week but i will say something what will you say
0: yeah this is what i'll (laughs) say this is what i say okay so about matt how Halfway through the week when I should have been working, doing something uh, at work, I was like, oh, look at this little quiz. What fantasy character
1: am I on oh, bookriot.com? <laughs>
0: I don't know if you've ever been to Big bookriot.com, yeah, but they're it's like pretty the biggest awesome.
1: uh, They're like the biggest book thing, book whatever yeah. thing there is. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, whoever wrote this quiz should be fired, because I took it to figure out which fantasy character I am, expecting something awesome, and it labeled me as Samwise Gamgee. Well, what's wrong with that? Okay, nothing is wrong with Samwise GMG, but then they equated it to like the Migs Briar, Migs, the, the Briggs Meyer personality <laughs> the type, the Migs Briar. <laughs> um, and they labeled Samwise, I think, correctly, an ISFJ, which is like polite, easily offended, timid, dutiful, private, introverted, quiet, dependable, strong sense of personal responsibility. None of those things I am. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe like deep down, maybe Book Riot knows you more than you know you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm polite. I feel like, but like easily offended. Private. (laughs) Hang on. Um, this is gonna. This could either be really good content here or really bad. But uh, I kind of want to take this quiz. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. No, nice. It's. I mean, it's pretty, pretty short. Yeah, let's uh, let's go. It's, it says let's go right on here. Are you more cheerful or gloomy? Cheerful. Yeah, you're definitely more cheerful. <laughs> Thank you. What is your biggest motivator? Family, curiosity, romance, friendship, adventure. Um, I'm gonna go with curiosity. Really, I think I went with adventure on mine. <laughs> what the hell is even is an adventure? Anyway, anyway anyway what is your favorite fairy tale cinderella beauty and the beast rapunzel sleeping beauty the little mermaid um i'm gonna go with beauty and the beast
0: i think i said the same
1: oh really yeah. i mean it's not my no, favorite say the same tale. say the same it's my favorite disney movie anyway yeah like of the ones that they're listing yeah i thought it was a pretty weak list too how do you like books to end happy endings unhappy endings ambiguous endings i'm gonna go with happy endings i said the same really are we both gonna be samwise What is your favorite genre to read? Literary fiction, mysteries and thrillers, fantasy, romance, classics. Fantasy. All right. What is the best literary film adaptation? The Princess Bride, Lord of the Rings, The Godfather, Pride and Prejudice. I'm gonna go with. eh, Damn, that's a really tough one. It's between Princess Bride and Lord of the Rings. It's got to be Lord of the Rings. Sorry, Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah, Princess Bride. It's a really tough question. So great. Yeah. what is the most important quality you look for in a friend? Loyalty, intelligence, humor, ambition. It just says the word adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, humor. Um, What is your favorite Shakespeare play? Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet, Much Ado About Nothing, Midsummer Night's Dream, Macbeth. I'm going to go with Macbeth. I really went with Midsummer's. We've answered the last two differently. Okay which describes you best juvenile or mature and there's no in between one i know here. it's like really great i mean I'm just, if i look around at my life i'm gonna go ahead and pick juvenile <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to look at this objectively how do you feel about change i love change change is good
0: yeah don't try too. to fight
1: it if you had the chance what fantasy world would you want to visit narnia wonderland Neverland, the land of Oz. I'm gonna go with Oz. Really? Yeah. Why? Oz is awesome. I mean, kind of. Have you read any of like the Frank Baum? Like no, just in the movie. Oh no, it's it's way cooler than that. Oh. Cool I didn't setup. know. I didn't know the scope of the world. Yeah. Have you like looked at like a map of Oz? No. Oh, it's like a whole thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's not it's not just like the movie is like this weird like 1930s, like I don't know. I think that movie sucks. There, I said it. Yeah. What it about uh, movie?
0: You wanna know that the in the books, her Ruby slippers were actually emerald green. But in the movie, they're Ruby Red because it was one of the first ever movies done in Technicolor, and the green didn't quite display the vivid they wanted to display. So they changed them to Ruby Red.
1: Uh, what archetype do you identify with? The explorer, the innocent, the lover, the rebel, mm-hmm. the helper. Please say the lover. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted. Um, you could I be think...
0: actually, you are kind of a romantic,
1: yeah. But am I enough of a romantic to like be the lover? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> There's some people you could talk to about that. I'm gonna go with uh, the explorer, all right. Dude, world is Sh- huge. I got, I got Shah Shahrazad. What no, Who's that? wait, what. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is either. We run a fantasy. What did I get? (laughs) Spell it out for me. I got S-H-A-H-R-A-Z-A-D from 1001 Nights. Weird. Yeah, I've never read 1001 Nights. I've never even heard of it. You are both clever and a wonderful storyteller. Oh, thanks, Book Hmm. Riot. But more importantly, you're a brave person who stands up for people in need. Yeah, that's pretty good yeah that's way better, would, than, it's like, way better than Samwise like introvert and timid <laughs> what is your uh, cries a lot <laughs> have you taken the uh the Briggs Meyer thing um I have
0: but I forget what it is I learned a different system I mean they're all kind of the same but I learned a different yeah. system when I was a kid growing up uh, that broken down into four different categories as well and that one sticks in my brain and they were like the phlegmatic, the melancholy the sanguine the
1: um no, i don't think i ever did that the cleric yeah it's, it's very funny. similar but it's funny that you just brought that up actually i just took that test for the first time oh like, really like three days ago yeah and i got intp hmm. which um i didn't I, I forgot what that one was um
0: well, i took the test and i'm definitely not the one that's samwise Gamgee is so i was really
1: upset at the test you're definitely extroverted yeah yeah you're absolutely <laughs> like 100 percent uh, I'm intuit, uh, introverted, intuitive thinking and prospecting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, only three percent of the general population is INTP. Wow, you're rare. Interesting. I bet they say that for all of them though, because it's like 16. no, no, mine was a lot more. Oh I really? Okay. I was gonna say there's like sixteen, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> but
0: hey, you know I'm the universal donor blood type, so if you ever need any, uh blood, I got you, dude.
1: Aww. Yeah, man. Aww. Uh, It's it's the logician, pride themselves on their unique perspectives and vigorous intellect. (laughs) Vigorous (laughs) intellect. Vigorous. Uh, That's great. What have you been up to this week? Um, Well, I didn't do anything, and then I took that test. Uh, (laughs) No, I did stuff. What did I do? Uh, I started playing that game Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, Have you heard of it? No. Oh, really? Uh, It's like Fantasy Borderlands. Oh, so it's like it's a D&D game that one of the Borderlands characters is DMing and then you're playing in the D&D game. And it's like all super fantasy, like like Western European fantasy, like, you know, really cliche, like you're using this for. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could buy it. We could play together. Wow. Yeah, it's really fun. Is it good? It's great, yeah. Um, Because Borderlands Three was like kind of a disappointment to me, Mm -hmm. uh, like personally. But dude, you remember how much you used to
0: play Borderlands Two? Yeah. Oh man, it was like a thing Mm -hmm. when uh, Evan and I were younger. We used to all live in the same apartment complex with a bunch of other friends. There was probably like 12 of us all living in different apartments throughout the complex. And it was like a constant joke to be like, where's Evan? Because we were just always with each other. It's like, where's Evan? Like, yeah, oh, he's probably playing Borderlands. We would all like go marching over there because we'd be partying, playing beer pong all night or something. We haven't seen Evan in like four hours. Or he'd like disappear and he'd be like, oh, guys, I need to go back to my, my apartment and like go to the bathroom or something. We're like, OK. And then like he'd be gone for two hours. We'd be like, all right, let's go
1: get him. So we would bring the party over to his house. <laughs> it's like funny kinda, it's like, oh, i'm just trying
0: to play borderlands
1: <laughs> it's funny because like when it came out it was like this really big deal you know everyone's like this is so innovative and like different and it's like it's basically diablo like it's basically first person diablo i mean you're yeah. just you're just mowing down like hordes of enemies and watching your little xp bar go up uh, and like barely paying attention to the story so like killing, but, uh, land, keep killing people taking their stuff killing yeah, people taking their stuff that's all you gotta do but it is a really good game, but um, I haven't put like a ton of time into it, probably, like five or ten hours or it something. looks really cool. It's super fun. I mean, I don't know if it's like totally worth $60. I had a little bit of buyer's remorse buying it, um, which I did not have after buying Elden Ring, obviously. But um, yeah, I usually try not to spend 60 bucks on games, but I don't know, it's just like fantasy and this Borderlands, and I love Borderlands, and I was just Very like, I going to get it. Yeah, and... It, it's really well put together, but like, oh my God, like the it's like it's like two thousand nine like Tumblr humor. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's yeah, just yeah. it's just so overdone and just so I'm not not trying to like come down on Tumblr, you know what I mean? It's 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 there for a reason. Do people you know? still use Tumblr? Yeah all thing? the time. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's a thing. I don't really use it. Um I'm more like a Reddit guy, but also I mean to be fair, a lot of Reddit content is Tumblr, like that's just like screenshotted and posted to reddit hmm. um, but yeah uh it's a really good game and uh, it took a little bit of my time up i'm just i'm like 30 pages away from the end of uh, best served cold by joe abercrombie and it's really good but it was so long like it took me so freaking long to read it um and i really love joe abercrombie's writing style but it just it felt pretty overwritten to me like there's like whole pov sections in chapters where that it's just like why was this here you know hmm. um so i don't know it just felt it felt like really really tight and uh, engaging at first and then it's just it just keeps it just keeps freaking going um, oh but i'm almost done with it and um yeah i'm still reading jade legacy which is stressing me out um yeah i read that a bunch too that was the only thing that I read this week it's it's funny cuz like Jade war got off to a pretty slow start and kind of kept the slow start for a little while but it really ratcheted up but this is just just we're just going (laughs) it's just been savage nasty the whole way through which is what we wanted oh so good we have a whole episode about that coming out on Wednesday I am loving it Um, and then I'm also of course something I'll probably touch on in most of the Monday morning minutes in the future as I'm still watching Attack on Titan, oh, yeah, How's that going? It's just, just when I think, like, okay, that's about as intense as this is gonna get.
0: <laughs> like, oh my
1: god! Like, I've got I, my my eyes must be so wide. Like while I'm reading it or while I'm watching it, I read the, all the manga for the first season and then started the second season. Um, like on I was watching it on Hulu, uh-huh. and then I I like looked up um like season rankings like on Reddit on the Attack on Titan th- um, subreddit and everybody was like it it's like season 4 at the top season 3 right under it you know so apparently it just like gets way better oh wow just, i think i only yeah. watched the first two it's really good but i can only watch wow. like two episodes it's really it's like stressful I, it's so much and it's 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 just and it's not stressful in the sense that like that i don't want to watch it you know but it's just it's so dark it's it's like i need a break yeah and i can handle dark stuff i read horror books and i watch horror movies and stuff and like i get it but like this is just such a it's such a brand and such a like specific kind of horror like it feels very um like personal i guess holocausty yeah it's just got like this it's like there's it's all so senseless Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just yeah. and like they, they keep piling mysteries on to the point where like me personally, I feel like I'm being done some kind of injustice while watching it where it's like <laughs> it's like why is this happening? Um so it is really good, but like I kind of break it up. I've been watching Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> it's <just laughs> such a good show. I forgot about it. I was just, like on I, I like restarted my Hulu subscription because I wanted to start watching Attack on Titan. And for some reason, uh it said if you liked attack on titan you'd like malcolm in the middle <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why um uh, but i just wow. i was like hey i would actually thank you hulu that's maybe a nice little refresher there's like maybe it, it suggested it to me because it knows how stressful it's it probably like a glitch or something or like maybe related to something else that i had watched earlier when i was paying for the account mm. um but it that's a really good show too but yeah i mean i'm, I'm trying to read a lot but um you ever like you ever read something that you're, you're really into but it's kind of bogging everything else you're trying to get to down you know yes. just, like I feel like best served cold is like kind of a weight around my neck and I'm trying to read other stuff but it's just like I gotta finish this and it's yeah. so because I like it and like that's the that's the the zone that I don't like being in is like when I actually really do enjoy something but it's also boring and slow not boring it's definitely not boring it's just really slow and the pages yeah, not that it was
0: boring or slow but that's how i felt about the last few malazan books i was like okay i need to get that. i would just eight months of malazaning you know it's like i wasn't trying to kill them and they were ugh, I, I was just ready to be over
1: did you do any kind of like companion read with that like were you looking at stuff online or no really no
0: i just i just did it all alone oh my god and it was rough. If I would have had a partner or somebody reading it to read it with, it would have made it 10 times better. Oh, we're going to 10 do it. times better. Oh, I know. I'm oh, really excited. to it's read happening. Again, It's going to be such a better second read.
1: Believe me, we are going to do Malazan on this podcast. I don't I'm know really when forward to it. Should we just do it like right after the expanse? <laughs> like Maybe. not give it. Like, like I feel like if we announce that, everyone that really liked this podcast would just be like, "I'm fucking done with these guys." nope like... <laughs> it needs to be in the canon, though. It will. And we need it to will have it. You know. Here. But um, just to update our fans, actually, um, I think we're we're gonna do Winter Night by Catherine Arden pretty soon uh, in the next couple weeks. Like after we're done with Jade Legacy, which I'm really excited about. I think it's just going to be Me so too. nice. Um, it's a, such a nice little change of pace after the chaos that is the Greenbone Saga, and I think we'll finish it like really quickly because um, they're all fairly short books. We might be able to even get away with like a episode per book, or maybe mm. like I think they get progressively longer. So we'll probably do maybe one it's episode. Too short. Yeah, maybe we'll do like one episode for the first book, and then maybe one episode for the second book, and then two for the third one. How long so, are the first two? Do you know? They're like four hundred pages
0: okay that's not very long or we can just do two short episodes because i do like the hearing your thoughts halfway through a book about where you think the story is going in the prediction phase i like
1: that a lot i think uh, i think the first one's like 340 or 350 pages i think we're gonna knock out the first one in one episode Um, okay then after that um i don't know chad like do you want to go straight to the dark tower after that or Mm. Mm. i think think we we should i think we should do one more thing between that and the dark tower i think we should do *Dave bad um city of brass i would yeah i
0: would love yeah. to do that i think we should do those. do those okay yeah
1: because that'll be a good amount of kind of like um some more kind of contemporary stuff like some more recent series and then we can we can take it back you know do yeah. the dark yeah. tower like and, and then... if you have strong
0: opinions and we get you know 10 emails telling us to read like one specific thing well maybe we'll do that thing so if you have a strong opinion on something you'd really like to do a Uh, hear us do a read along and read along with it. Uh, let us know.
1: I would also really like to do a standalone. Like, I think we should do Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, I think that'd be a good one because that's like it's like a standalone book that I feel like gets left out a lot in the conversation, and I've never read it, and you've never read it. Nope. And I would like to be able to recommend it to people. Um, Same. I think Warbreaker. Maybe we could break up. Um, Winter Night. Is that what it's called? <laughs> we can break up the catherine arden trilogy with warbreaker and then read david bad that okay. might be the move and then after david bad do the dark tower and then after the dark tower we do the expanse the expanse dude we're gonna have two fatty like eight
0: eight book series <laughs> we might have to throw a standalone yeah. right in the middle of those well,
1: and i still want to do faithful in the fallen me too by john gwen uh, i don't know i honestly don't know my teeth into more gwen yeah, I really want to hit some. I know wind. apparently that that um, like Shadow of the Gods, like those books are supposed to be really good. Yeah, um, I've read the, read the first Blood, one, Bloodsworn, or something. Or yeah, it might be beneficial for us to do stuff that's like more current or whatever. But I just want to read The Dark Tower. <laughs> me, <laughs> it's too, time. Dude, me too. Me too. And I I want to get more people to read it too. Like I want our influence to yeah, let bring people to to uh, to End World. Well, dude, after
0: uh, I, uh, Eyes of the Dragon, I'm all
1: about me some Stephen Stephen ing so let's do oh, it. Oh, shit. I forgot to read a Stephen King book this month. Oh, no. You have a couple days to do that. Oh, shit. I think I'm just going to like smash out Cycle of the Werewolf. Oh, my God. I forgot to do my Stephen King book this month. Ah, I feel <laughs> like April just flew by. It really did. dude. I was thinking yeah. that the other day. I was like, wow. It's almost Dude, day. I think th- okay, a blood and bone series is done.
0: There's three of them. There's a time of dread, um, which came out in 2018. Yeah, so it's been years since I've read that one. Um, and then a time of blood and a time of courage. And think we out. could
1: do those instead of faithful and the fallen. Ooh, I'll be down. I have the first uh, one. Did you like <laughs> I'm the totally first one?
0: Di- oh yeah, I was really into it. I was like okay. actually pissed that uh they weren't out, but that was so many years ago. It's weird how time f- flies. I feel like I just read them like a couple years ago.
1: Like i think we should ago. do the uh, fictional fun fact what do you think
0: i'm ready dude i'm i'm pretty stoked to talk about this actually let's go all right there is a book published in 1989 good year year i was born by ken webster called the vertical plane which details the apparently true events that happened between december 1984 and the spring of 1987 where Ken Webster claims to have received numerous messages on his BBC Micro Model B. It was a computer built in the 80s. He initially thought these messages were either a prank or some quirk of the computer malfunctioning, but they quickly grew into a strange, time-defying communication with a man from the 16th century named Lucas. And then he began communicating with another mysterious entity from the year 2109 and this story gets weird dude okay so like he i watched like a whole thing on it on um i think it was on youtube but he would leave he would he didn't own the computer but he was working as a teacher at the school and he would borrow the computer and bring it home because he was trying to oh his cousin who was staying with him was trying to write a book and so his cousin would be using the computer and then they would like leave to go to the pub and then they'd come back and there'd be like entries on like the word document equivalent program um and that he that he didn't make and that wasn't there before and he'd read it and it would be like thou dost communicateth with me again like really 16th century communication and this guy like starts talking to him and they start having communications back and forth where he just like leaves the computer alone and they would come back to another message and the guy starts giving him details about like the town and then he starts going to like local historians and looking it up and the details start to be true and then he mentions that he's from like 1989 and the guy is like oh like thou is not from 2109 and he's like what and then he's like oh what? they learned that he's been talking to someone else named 2109 <laughs> oh, who apparently really? like showed up one day and threw like a portal and like gave him the computer and oh, then, so the
1: guy from 1609 is using a computer yeah
0: he's got one of these british bbc How he, mo-
1: how's he powering it
0: oh that's yeah a really you haven't question. read the book <laughs> that's a really good question i don't know um it just runs i guess i don't know magic uh, but but then he like so he reaches out to the guys from 2109 and he like leaves them a message and, like leaves his house and comes back and they've got a message for him but they're like way more like you shouldn't be talking to me we need that guy to do something so you can do something but we can't talk to you too much or else it'll change the whole timeline and it just is a weird story wow. and it's probably total bs and this guy was probably totally making it up for like a um, publicity or something, but it is a weird story.
1: It's like a like a Blair Witch Project kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, this is totally real.
0: Yep. And if you want to look it up and kind of jump down the rabbit hole, if you will, they're called the Doddleton messages.
1: Um, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. I kind of want to see if I can buy this. No, it's really expensive and really rare. <laughs> By Evan, stop adding stuff to your. I Amazon looked it up. Um, oh, I it's could really only rare. Find, okay,
0: yeah, I can only find a signed copy, and it was like seven hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Whoa, really? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's really rare. Wow, yeah, you can buy one of them on Amazon for nine hundred and fifty-three
1: dollars. What? Oh my god.
0: Yeah, there's two new ones, nine hundred and fifty-three dollars, and there's one used oh, one. Oh, yep, here we go. Yeah, $1, sixteen hundred.
1: Uh, there is one on eBay. I'm seeing for like twenty-five bucks. Oh, nice. Um, but that's Hell only yeah. one. That's way What's better that than his 953. I don't know. <laughs> Is that one cursed? I don't know. Wow. This one's $834. Wow. Yeah. Damn.
0: This guy's not even a writer. So I hear they're not even like very good.
1: Interesting. I mean, yeah, do you think I just... you could find him online? Like just, just like each chapter or something? Probably. Because I don't really feel bad like finding a PDF of it if it's like signed in print. No. Like yeah, sorry, especially man. if like, it's like eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry dude. <laughs> I'm
0: not buying your thousand dollar book about you being a crazy person.
1: Uh that kind of reminds me of uh did you ever like research for like the uh Skywalker Ranch stuff? Oh yeah. Or, S- Skywalker Skinwalker Ranch. Skywalker <laughs> yeah. Ranch. I like strangely knew exactly what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah right <laughs> like you know George <laughs> Lucas's property uh no the skinwalker ranch stuff in utah yeah that is some that is creepy some cool, stuff wacky
0: stuff dude and that's like that goes beyond alien stuff like it's weird it's yeah it's really like weird, weird like interdimensional
1: yeah stuff. yeah
0: which i mean like dude the one that i think about really common the frequently is when they come and they discover that the the two bulls like the bull uh, were inside like the little hut like they left him in the out in their pen and then they were like look for they, they lost them then the next day they were like where'd they go and they were like inside this little cage thing that's apparently yeah. it's like really hard to put them in there and like there's no way they could it just dude that's just weird stuff
1: yeah the one that freaked me out the most was when like the the owner of the house like the dad couldn't find his um his like pole pit digger thing you know, oh, yeah. and then he's like looking all around the property for it, and they just can't find it. And then like something else weird happens, and they end up going to the forest, and it's like way up in a tree. Like yeah. that is really, and then just like the lights that they start seeing, and they put cameras there. everywhere. Yeah, and so but these things continue to happen even with the cameras. They
0: that that story
1: gets super weird. Yeah, and it's just like it doesn't have this it doesn't have a very fictitious feel to it, even though it sounds, fic- that's, it's very weird. Um, Cause like when you see a movie, it's like so much production has gone into it. And it's like, you know, even watching stuff like paranormal activity and, and things like that, it's like, yeah, like it looks like a video camera, but it's, it's not, you know, right. but with text, like in a book, when you're reading, when you're like researching it and like, you're jumping from website to website and it's like, it just gives it this whole, way creepier feel to it because it's way creepy yeah because it it just lends like a little bit more credibility to it even if it is on like some janky website somewhere uh it is it is strange i wonder if there's a book on skinwalker ranch yeah
0: dude i watched it like right but yeah i watched the documentary on the the donaldton messages like i don't know three in the morning or something oh you watched it and i was just like sitting there my my um desk isn't it's like up against a wall. And so I have the whole room behind me. And by the time the documentary was done, I had like fully turned my chair to the side and had like angled it. So I was sitting on like the corner of the desk. So my back was more to a wall. (laughs) Cause I was just like, didn't
1: like having the whole room behind. It was just weird. There's a seven book series on Kindle Unlimited by three people named Ryan Skinner, Cheryl Lynn Carter, and Ryan T, T. Skinner, <laughs> uh, called Skinwalker Ranch, and there's seven books. Oh. And their names are um, all Skinner? No, one's Carter. Oh, okay. That's um, like weird. I think these are fiction books. Mm. Um. But then I'm looking for like some kind of nonfiction book about it. Hunt for the Skinwalker, Science Confronts the Unexplained at a Remote Ranch in Utah. I might get this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying books i don't give a shit but uh yeah that is i love kind of going down those those deep uh i was like like right in the middle of
0: something else and then whoop did that for the next two hours
1: (laughs) (laughs) while we're talking about weird stuff have you heard of the uh the haunted arcade machine Uh, it's it's a it's a portland Um... it's like an old portland oregon thing
0: Oh really? What's the what's the name of it? It starts with the S. It's um.
1: It's called Poly Polybius.
0: Polybius, yeah. yeah. Polybius, Polybius, yeah. So
1: it's it it started appearing in the suburbs of Portland, and so like everybody in Portland always talks about this because it's just it's just the coolest. I didn't know that
0: it started in Portland, dude. I went. This is like two weeks ago. I went down this
1: trail. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah, um, the gameplay produced intense, supposedly, produced intense psychoactive and addictive effects in the player, and these few publicly staged arcade machines were said to have been visited periodically by men in black, quote unquote, for the purpose of data mining the machines and analyzing these effects. So it was like this, people think it's like this science experiment.
0: Yeah, and then they like, just disappeared one day. Yeah. That's so you've cool. never been able to be found. There's a few, like, recreations of it online, um, but most of them are just, like, the screen, and then you try to play it, and they just are fake, you know? Yeah, it would be so wild if you were just, like,
1: hanging out in a bar or something, and then you, like, went to the bathroom, and, like, there's just, like, this room you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. And you, like, walk in, wow. and it's just, like, just this arcade machine in there. I'd run oh, away. Nah, i was just kidding. I put a quarter in that, that thing. Let's go. Like, <laughs> Never going to get that opportunity again. The um, It was a well done hoax if it was because
0: there was like, I did a deep dive on the font of the logo of Polybius and it's not pixel to pixel like any other font. So someone like literally recreate, like made a new font for their hoax if they did it. So
1: that's pretty. Deep. I mean, if you're going to do a hoax, you got to go, go all out yeah, that's all the intense. way. I think uh, I'm sufficiently creeped out. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Me too. On I'm the... looking behind me like three times already. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> That'll do it for us on the Monday Morning Minute. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Whether you're going to work, whether you're staying home, really appreciate you being here with us. And
0: before we end and wrap this up, we've got to give a couple shout outs to some new Patreons. Uh, as there has been a bunch, do not think that you have been forgotten. We appreciate it so much.
1: It seriously helps us a ton. It's it's awesome. It just warms my
0: heart. Five or ten dollars to you, but it's everything to us. And also, not even just like the financial part of it. It's just like whenever I see my phone go off and I get a little Patreon message, like getting a book in the mail, man. It can just turn my whole day around.
1: It's like, ah, seriously, someone cares.
0: So it means uh, means
1: we're doing this, you know? Exactly. You believe in us. Exactly. Sometimes there are some when, when we don't. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's very, very well said, Evan. Thank um you. So, special shout out to Samantha Stufer, Roger Jones, Zach Legreca. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Legreca. I'm putting a flip in the R. I don't know if that's supposed to be
1: there, but uh, Zach, forgive me. Uh, Austin Toomes and Grapey. Thank you so much, everybody. That's that's a uh, very very huge. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, the link to that website is in the description on this episode, as is the link to our Discord page. If you want to jump in and join the conversation, got a lot of really awesome people in there and some curated threads for all your fictional desires. Got maybe some not, fun ones maybe not. too. All, all
0: of them. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> hey, it gets weird in there sometimes, man. <laughs> we got like a shelfies one too. So even if you just got done cleaning and organizing your bookshelf, and you're like, man, I wish someone or 300 someones could be really stoked about what I just did. Well. On our Discord, we have that, and there's a channel built just for it. And if you're trying to get into the audiobook scene, there is a link to Audible in the description below that will give you
1: 30 days of Audible premium and two free credits. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have an awesome one. Bye, everybody.